Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Hey, how about you, everybody? Welcome into uh, the latest episode of the Auburn Live Show, Recruiting Edition. You know it as the Triple Freaky Pond. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lee, Senior Recruiting Editor for Auburn Live on 3. And if you're not a member of that site, you got a couple more days, dude. Grab a couple. You grab your change purse. Get signed up. $1 for an entire year. Man, you cannot beat it. It's like a sore pet. Uh, cute dog. <laughs> hey, we've got a great show for you today because everything is going down in the month of June. We've, we, we've had official visitors we've had unofficial visitors we've had underclassmen uh we've had four star guys coming in uh when they didn't we didn't know they were a uh, lot to go over a lot to look back on so i got two of the guys most qualified to help me talk talk you through it mr j head how you doing today big dog doing good brother looking and diving into this i know we we're going to move a little bit quicker than usual but big weekend coming up had a monster weekend this past weekend really interested to hear what you guys have got to say today yeah to help aid us on our goal to uh, to, to to knowledge to teach to learn you as my there you go. I'm, we're gonna <laughs> learn our listeners is uh, Mr. Cole Pinks and Cole how the hell are you big dog yes sir doing great doing great moving Good a lot for- of stuff taking care of the little man that kind of stuff you know all right all right days of our lives <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. Well, Folks, we have, what is this today? Today is Thursday, June the 16th, and we are one day away from another big weekend. But before we get to that, let's look back on the big weekend that was. Auburn had eight official visitors come in this past weekend, along with uh, two unofficial visitors, Braden Joyner, both of the commitments, but Braden Joyner came over. Terrence Love came over from Atlanta uh, to help aid Auburn in their recruitment of the eight guys that were here. Uh, Let's see. I'll give you a little refresher, guys. You had Keldrick Falk, four-star defensive lineman from in-state. You had Bo Hughley, four-star offensive tackle from Langston Hughes, coming over, commitment, committed to Georgia. His teammate, Jelani Thurman, four-star tight end, flew in from Las Vegas, left his uh, seven-on-seven team to fly into Auburn, was trying to get back out there Sunday for the championship day, but uh, the flight was canceled, dude. I told him, I was like, that's some Jeffrey Lee luck right there, man. <laughs> uh, his other teammate, Joshua Horton, big defensive tackle, a uh, big offensive tackle, D.J. Chester. C.J. Allen, four-star linebacker. He might even be a three-star on three consensus, although his offers and uh, the people that are after him would suggest otherwise. Jakeem Jackson, man, big long-range corner, came up from Kissimmee, Florida. And then, of course, Reuben Bain making the way all the way back up from Miami. Cole, you were in the house Sunday, saw a lot of these kids leave. Uh, what were your – overall impressions on the weekend uh you, you know i thought it went really well i thought um having the having a bigger group this past weekend was not a hindrance to the staff i think they handled that well i think having the certain guys that they grouped together this week was pretty good you had the four langston hughes guys there together and they kind of run together as a pack so you know you pretty much see them together all the time but i think even with that going on, they did get some one-on-one time with Bo Hughley. Um, I, I think Coach Harson made a big impression on Bo Hughley. He said that on his parents. Yeah. Um, so that's huge. Uh, you know, you, you had uh, Jelani Thurman who had to stay a little bit longer than he thought and, and really didn't have to. He decided right. to. So that was interesting. And Terrence Love was there to help out with those guys. And 
Um, yeah, DJ Chester loved it. You know, they always they're always going to say they had a good time, but you can just tell that the way that the, the certain way that they do things, especially when you're sitting there watching how they go about things. And DJ Chester was in the film room and all that, and he liked that. And you know, I think it was just a good mix of people there this weekend, and and uh, they handled it well. The staff did. Jay Head, uh, I'm I'm always inter- interested in your take on these things. You weren't there, but you got to read. I'm sure you read all every source you could when it came to this visit. What were your impressions on that weekend? I think it was a very well constructed weekend and very thoughtfully put together. Like Cole said, having the Langston Four there together, and I know there was probably some people on the board initially when it looked like Jelani Thurman was going to have to leave early. Some people that were a little upset, like, why wouldn't we bring him in on a different weekend? We can stay there all 48 hours. And it was because the staff wants these guys to envision playing together, being in the same locker room together, experiencing that together. That is a huge pull for them as us is recruiting them collectively as a group as well as independently. I thought that getting Jakeem Jackson on, you know, being the first OV was extremely smart because now you branded what every other official visit should be for him. And the Auburn connections that we have in that recruitment with Zach Etheridge and his connection to DeSharvin, how DeSharvin has helped propel Auburn forward in that recruitment. The fact that the kid was a relative unknown until about spring when people started to evaluate him. In fact, I think he primarily played receiver his junior year and only had about 50 to 60 snaps and uh, people viewing him play defense so when they saw him during the eval season, that's yeah. what pushed us to get him on campus because of those, like you said, that massive wing spread, that span that he has, the speed, the hips, everything else. Um, you know, there were obviously some guys here who I think we've got some work to do, but really love what yeah. Ruben Bain had to say. Um, he reminds mm. me so much of a little bit taller TD Moultrie, just a wicked first step somebody that can produce right away and you love the business mindset that he has and having him as a guy, I think he probably between y'all stories and what I read elsewhere, I think he said hard work at least like 15 times within every interview that he gave. So, you know, the staff absolutely loved his mindset and mentality. Um, and, and just, you know, a lot of positions in need, you were able to address that, get a lot of guys on campus, but you weren't spread thin with position coaches it was kind of like each position coach had somebody on campus where you weren't pulling double duty. Yeah. And then obviously Bo Hughley, anytime we get with him, getting him maybe back on campus for an unofficial visit this weekend, or even later down the line at Big Cat is going to be huge because offensive tackle is a premier position for us in this class. I think it's smart. Let me just add this, Jeffrey, that, that you brought in two edge guys, Ruben Bain and Keldrick Falk, um, because the need is so massive. I mean, you're probably losing Eculiota and Derek Hall, and you'll be left with Dylan Brooks. So you need to really drive that point home, and I know they are. They're saying, look, we got a spot for you to come in here and play. You're not going to sit there and watch. You're going to come play. And, and telling it, both of those guys that was is important at the same time to me. And is there anybody that fits Auburn better than Keldrick Falk, a country yeah, kid from Highland Home, Alabama? Yeah. You know, growing up, you know, where he and, and Cole, me and you know that area quite well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it just you feel at home when you're at Auburn coming up, growing up in a place like that. And the need yeah. so big to land a kid like him. So I yeah. think well done. I think they made a huge move with him as well. If they hadn't already, I think he already liked Auburn before that, but they did well with him, too. Bo Hughley is not coming back this weekend. He's got another official visit he's going to take. 
Uh, I'm working on where that's going to be. But, uh, you know, he was just jazzed up. Yeah. You know, he was like, I'm ready to come back, man. Yeah. But I thought the uh, the conversations he had with Brian Harson, I think Brian Harson taking a more direct approach on his recruitment says a lot about where he stands for Auburn. Uh, I think Keldrick Falk, and we've talked about this a couple of times. I don't remember if it was the call-in show or uh, when I was kicking it with Keith. He didn't like that name. Uh, uh, but, you know, the, the, the Auburn having those guys, the former players, come back sit up there on the panel and talk to these official visitors, give their stories of what Auburn meant to them and, and, and how they've helped them throughout the years. And Trevon Reed, especially his story about his mom passing and uh, uh, Hughley's going back to Georgia this weekend. Of course he is. You knew Georgia wasn't going to let that lie. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Trevon Reed's story about his mom and, and how much Auburn meant to him. That really, really pulled at the heartstrings of Keldrick Falk, who lost his father at a young age. His mother was in the audience again and really uh, became emotional, really touched her. It was a really powerful moment um, by some of the people that were there. Of course, I wasn't, but uh, that's that's what I was told. I thought Kel- Keldrick Falk was – I think that was the almost the next to last step for him and getting him on board. Yeah. I think you're one visit away. Mm-hmm. I think you're one yeah. visit away from uh, getting Keldrick Falk on, on board. Mm-hmm. I uh, Jelani Thurman, Joshua Horton, Bo Hughley, not, not expecting anything anytime soon from any of those. I think Auburn tomorrow signs, that all three of them sign with Auburn tomorrow, but uh, signing day is not tomorrow. I think those are the three guys that we talk about making noise this year. That's what you're going to have to do. You're, you're going yeah. to you're gonna have to make some noise for those guys. Cole, you're, you're more of a my DJ Chester guy, man. What, what, what's going on with him? Yeah, uh, you know, I think DJ is, I would say Auburn's probably in the driver's seat right now, but he's got other visits to take and, you know, things change quick. But um, I, I don't know if they talked to him about the track thing, but he is a big track guy. And I know they've they've run that by him a, a few times before. So that's that's part of why he came and, and took that visit, even though he's got no others scheduled as of now. He was ready to get back and see things at Auburn pretty quickly after he saw him in the spring. And that was his first visit after track season. So, uh, that was a good good move by Auburn to go ahead and get him in and, and talk ball with him and, and have a, just a more personal relationship with him that they haven't been able to build because the way he goes about things, he kind of shut things down a little bit during track season. So he's just now getting back to where he's kind of hearing everybody out again and going on visits. And Auburn got him in quick and made a good impression. And everything he said, I mean, he said, I just love – I love it, man. I love Auburn. I love Auburn. He said that three or four times. So – um you know, he knows the need to, and I think I think they're doing a great job selling him, hey, you're not just a guard. You know, we would consider tackle. We're not sure yet. We think you're versatile enough, and you're one of the top prospects because of that. Yeah, the text I got back on him when I asked where do you guys see him, more or less it was we see him as a swing. We think he can play either or as of today, and that's how they're recruiting him. And I see him the same way as Jakeem Jackson. It was great to brand a first visit. Now, he's going to LSU this weekend. It's the best of my understanding. And I think he's also set to camp at Florida State next week as well. So, like you said, Cole, he's not done making having visits. But any time you can set the vision for what an official visit should be, and it's yeah. a guy that you're that yeah. high on, I think it's a fantastic move to get him in first. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the C.J. Allen, probably the least likely, in my opinion, to sign with Auburn of the group. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we're all on the same page there. Auburn – has, has is there if something happens with him in Georgia? Uh, I think he's expected or planning to make a commitment fairly soon. 
July 6th, I think. Yeah, it was first week of July. Um, so I don't – if Georgia wants him, they're going to get him. Um, right. And if something were to happen, Auburn is there, right there, and I, I think he'll end up at Auburn, but only if, if, if he doesn't end up at Georgia first. Yep. Uh, Jakeem Jackson, we talked about him. I love that most of these guys are coming back for Big Cat, already planning on coming back. Jakeem came with his dad this past weekend. He's going to come back with his mom soon, uh, I think last weekend of this month. Going to bring his mom and I believe his cousin – to Charvin Bell also will be with him because T-Bell T wanted to come this past weekend, but he couldn't. So he's definitely going to try to get up for this next visit. Ruben Bain, the final guy. Jay Head, this is what stuck out to me, too. God bless America, dude. He was like, I want somebody to work my ass off. Yeah. Like, I'm here to work. I ain't coming here to play, go out, the chicks. I'm here to work, son. Yeah. And yeah. I thought, you in the right place. Does he not remind you of Carl Lawson from like a mentality yeah, standpoint? Yes, when, sir. when you hear him talk, when you watch, read his interviews, I mean, I just I felt Carl Lawson. Absolutely, that that's the the mindset, the mentality. Absolutely, yep. he would fit in perfectly here, um, I, and I think with CJ out. Listen, I, I default to Miami from Miami kids that Miami wants. Sure, and especially when his head coach is there, and we, we I think we talked about that. Keith and I did, but Miami has has hired his former head coach or former coach for an off-the-field role, which typically, traditionally, historically for the past few years means you're off limits. You can't Correct. recruit that high school for two years, I believe. Well, Miami has said, I, we're good. We're going to do it anyways. And so if that becomes a problem, if that is an issue, if the kid's going to be ineligible for two years, then uh, you got to like where Auburn says But I'm going to tell you what, I kind of – I, I, I would choose – I would predict Miami. I think they're the team to beat just because yes. he's from there. But, dude, he's coming back multiple times. Yeah. And um, he, he really – he loves Rock Bellantoni. He loves Brian Harson's mindset. I, I would I would say I, uh, I would give Miami the, the nod, but I would put Auburn as like the, you know, the team to watch. I, I really wouldn't be surprised if he chose Auburn. Right? Yeah. Like – Go ahead, Cole. I'm sorry. No, yeah, I, I feel. I agree. I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be blown away if that was the case. Yeah, I predict him to Miami, and I wouldn't be surprised if he chose Auburn. Right. I wouldn't. No, I, I agree, and, and you know, you never know how boards are going to go and how things are going to reshuffle as people start to make commitments and what's going to happen at Miami. Right. It's like you uh-huh. said, maybe you know the NCAA does alert Miami, like, hey, look, this is the situation. Maybe they decide to roll over, you know, like they do with everything else these days. Who well, knows? Yeah, now, now, if Auburn did that, they would be told, you gotta, you're you not recruiting that guy, you're not signing that kid, it's over, son, drop it. And they you reported this when it happened. Go ahead. It, you reported this when it happened. We couldn't bring on Shelton Felton for an analyst role, and you caught that when we brought in Big Cat. That was a huge deal. And then also with Brian Blackman, when we hired him from Opelika, we were told straight up, you can't recruit that school. So I don't know what's going on at Miami. I, I'm not exactly sure, you know, and don't even really care. I, yeah. I put the kid in the class, if I'm being completely honest. I mm-hmm. hope that's how it plays out. You know, I'd rather beat Miami straight up than on a technicality. It doesn't matter. Do you, do you think that it has something to do with Cristobal being first-year head coach, hasn't coached a full – or hasn't coached a football season there yet? No, because I don't think the rule lends itself to that. I think it was more. Geared I wouldn't think so either. I just I'm trying to figure out why it would not even. They're not scared of the NCAA. Hell, look at their NIL. I was going to say. <laughs> they they don't Miami care. to the NCAA. Pretty much, that's exactly right, Jay Lee. Like, come get it. What you going to do? No. What are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. What you going to do? 
so hey, so of those eight guys, I think Keldrick Falk, Bo Hughley, Jelani Thurman. These are guys coming back for Big Cat. Yes. Falk, Hughley, Jelani Thurman, Joshua Horton. I bet you DJ Chester will be there. I don't know if he said he was. I don't see Allen there. I, th- I bet you Jakeem Jackson comes back again. Yes. For Beckett and Bain, if he can get back, I don't. I don't know what his plans are, so I don't expect him. Right. I wouldn't put him on my preliminary list. Yeah. But if he can get back, hell, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see him there. No. Would not be su- two other guys, man, came in for unofficial visits since our last show. I thought they were huge, man. We talk. Uh, I talked to Wilkie Denod, four-star yeah. edge. Yeah, from down that way, South mm-hmm. Florida, mm-hmm. Uh, came in. Was it what's today? Thursday. He came in Tuesday, maybe. Tuesday. Yeah, from Tuesday. Fort Pierce, I think. Port St. Lucie. Port St. Lucie. I'm sorry. Port St. Lucie. I, I was. I, I was. Yeah. He came in with a 2025 stud linebacker, Tarvos Alford. Yep. And the 2026 kid who looks like he's 35. I mean, he's huge. <laughs> yeah. So he'll be a guy to keep an eye on. Hell, that 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 kid left and was like, Auburn's my favorite school. He named Auburn's just straight up. I'm a ninth grader, wow. and and they're the team to beat. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but but Wilkie Denod, who had, came last summer, came back Tuesday. He went to Alabama Monday, came to Al- Auburn on Tuesday, and he named his top three schools as Florida State, Florida, and Auburn. After just leaving Tuscaloosa, I thought that was pretty telling. Give me those uh, top three one more time, Jeffrey. I think it was Florida State, Florida, and Auburn. So that sounds right to me. No Bama after leaving Bama, just a yeah, day or right. Two. Yeah, uh, and then I thought the biggest visit, man, this was huge, and we uh, was Stanton Ramil, yes. four-star offensive That's tackle, it. coming in yesterday. That was right on cue because I mean we had like three or four questions in the in the live chat on on the board on corner. We had questions on the live show about him, like, hey, he's kind of gone silent. We haven't heard much about Ramil, and then boom, he's back. So that was huge, and going to be back again. Coming back Monday, he said, for an overnight visit. Now, he's been he's going to Tennessee this weekend. He's been to North Carolina. He's been to Pitt on official visits. He told me yesterday, the reason I'm taking official visits to these he, – he wants to use them for schools away from here. And I think we uh, mentioned that before. Yeah, but he's going to Tennessee this weekend, and then he's got – Michigan State. Michigan State next weekend. And in between that, he's coming back to Auburn on Monday – and before he goes to Michigan State next weekend, I believe he's going to go midweek to Penn State. Okay. And then leave that and go straight to Michigan State. So he'll be done with his official visits in two weeks. True. Hmm. And so he came and spent all day Wednesday, and Auburn just loved him up. Will Friend, Joe Bernardi were all over him all day. He got to spend, He really loves Brian Harson. That's another guy that Brian Harson has stepped to the forefront in his recruitment to go along with Friend and Bernardi. I really liked the way the kid sounded. Uh, I like that he's taking his visits, man, and getting this done. I, I, he, he didn't say timeline for decision, but if he's got his five official visits done by the end of June, you got to think he's he, he's wanting to get something done by the end of the summer. Would not be surprised to see him. He said he's coming back Monday for another vi- unofficial visit, and then he's. I would not be surprised to see him come back for Big Cat. He said, I don't have any doubts about these guys. I am one of their top targets. Like, mm-hmm. yes, I, I, I'm their dude. And I think Keldrick Fox said something similar to that too. So that they're making it known who the top guys are. And we saw we saw Clay Whedon commit to Michigan State. He's no longer coming. But we've been saying this since we I mean since he set up the visit. I don't think any of us were ever like if if Auburn wants him, they'll get him. Correct. Right? Right. If they ever push hard for him, they'll get him. He wanted to be at Auburn. 
but Michigan State was obviously made, made him a higher priority and good for him. And I love the kid. I posted about his response to me the other night on the corner. Awesome kid. Well, yes. I told him, I said, I'll be pulling for you wherever you go, man. Really, uh, really like him. Well, uh, and another midweek visit, I think, next weekend is going to be four-star Jerron Reed. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Four, I think he's coming on Tuesday. So Stanton Ramil on Monday, Deron Reed on Tuesday. Would not be surprised to see Carmelo English sneak in here at some point next week or the next week. Sometime in the next two weeks. He's set to make his decision Wednesday, uh, July the 2nd. Yeah. Been to Kentucky. And I, I'm going to keep working on that. I think we all should. Like, what what's going on here? Is, he's been to Kentucky. He set an official visit to Michigan on the weekend of the 24th. Yeah, that's right. I believe that he'll be here, like, and I think you reported this first, Jeffrey. I think you're the only person that's reported this at this point, a midweek unofficial, whether it be this coming week or the following week. Might be official, too. And uh, So here's the thing with Carmelo. He's very quiet, and you don't see many quotes from him. You might see some stories and headlines about him, but you don't see much many quotes from him. I think the only time I've gotten him in the last year was when I called him when he was leaving the first time he came up here to meet with Ike Hilliard, and he was just smitten with Hilliard. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But the thing about Ike Hilliard, I mean, the thing about Carmelo English is he's got – he's in love, dude, with this girl. He's, he, I think that's working in Auburn's favor. I'd say so. I mean, he that's, – that's, I mean, they're inseparable. Believe it or not, that is probably something that – we don't talk about it a lot, but it's yeah. probably a factor in a lot of recruitment. Absolutely, even even transfer portal recruitments. I think yeah. that happens a lot too. Listen, and if we're smart, Kez Harson recruit her as as hard as you know Coach Harson is recruiting him. Okay, help us out, please. I, I think yeah. that could be now, I, and I think it's natural for some of the subscribers that when they start seeing some new wide receiver offers, which is kind of transitioning into that Auburn's offered two wide receivers in the past 24 hours had a uh, three-star Jacoby Lane from Mesa Arizona who's he listed at six foot four he told me he's six five one ninety now huge dude Anthony Mix type guy and then Malachi Riley from California Uh, Auburn's got a seven on seven camp today and a lot of schools from out west especially the, the St. John Bosco is that right yes but stud program, they're all here. Auburn's offered every one of those cats. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. so in the last 24 hours, we've seen a lot of 2025, well, a lot of 2024 offers. But the 2023 guys that we've seen was were both wide receivers in Malachi Riley and Jacoby Lane, uh, which makes subscribers go, well, what does that mean? Are they not feeling good about Carmelo English? Understandable, understandably so. I mean, where are all these wide receivers? Where, where have all these wide receiver offers been? Right? Yeah. Every week we're like, man, the one position we really don't have a good grip on is wide receiver, the outside spot. So, but we'll 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 do some more. We'll all put our heads together separately and and start digging into this Carmelo English. See see if we can figure that out before uh, before he yeah. does. We'll figure it out before he he figures it out for himself. <laughs> have that ready to go. Um, Looking at commitments, everybody wants to know about commitments. I'm um, getting, you know, DMs, Twitter, or even say, you know, my my my, uh, my pest control dude was like texting me after he left. Like, hey man, we're gonna get that dude. I was like, dude, go get them roaches out of my yard. <laughs> uh, but so so right now, all eyes as far as commitment goes are on Brock Glenn, yes. the quarterback from Memphis. Um, and he is going anywhere this weekend, Jay. Has he, is he still going to Ohio State? Yes, still going to Ohio State. Catch us up on him. Catch us up on him, Jay. Set up. 
So as of now, um, I believe that he took an unofficial visit to Florida on Monday, coming off the Florida State official visit. I don't believe Florida hasn't extended an offer to this point, or at least it hasn't been made public if they did extend an offer. As of now, Ohio State is his last visit. Once that concludes, I believe he's going to meet with his family and probably publicly set a commitment date and make an announcement. That is, to the best of my understanding, what has transpired in Brock Glenn's recruitment. He wants this done before Elite 11. He's made that known with multiple media outlets to this point. And he wants to start recruiting for the school that he's going to commit to. It's important to him that he's leading the way and adding players to help him be the best player he can be. And so I think he's going to get something done, and it's going to come down to Auburn, Florida State, and Ohio State. Those are the three that I think he's going to make a decision from. Yeah. Leaving behind who we the presumed competitors before were, I think, A&M and Mississippi State, TCU. So these new guys have, have jumped up the list. Yeah, A&M could still get in the mix. I believe they're waiting on Jaden Rashada and Dante Moore to make a decision. Ah, it's yes. kind of you know, he was kind of a fallback for them to a degree. They kept him warm, but I don't think he's going to wait on them. And once he makes a commitment, he's going to be firm in that. TCU, I'm not exactly sure if they're still in the mix or not. They probably are. I just don't hear as much about them as I have Auburn, Ohio State, and Florida State lately. Those seem to be the three that are most trending with him as of now. Um, and Mississippi State has completely fallen off the grid. They know, you know what I mean, at this point. You can't compete with them, yeah. Them. Right, they're not getting him. They're already moving on to other options. So that's the latest from what I've seen and heard. Speaking of official visits this weekend with Brock Glenn going to Ohio State, Bo Hughley going back to Georgia, Auburn has confirmed, or I just did before we came on the show, uh, six official visitors, which we've had pretty much locked in all week. Um, Gabe Harris. Yes. Big Georgia one. commit is coming back for an official visit. Anthony James, former Texas A&M, Texas A&M defensive line commit. Two two badass defensive linemen coming in here, and Anthony James and David Hobbs. Yes, David Hobbs. Both of those cats are coming in uh, for a visit. Now, all eyes might be on this kid. The four-star running back from Montgomery, Jeremiah Cobb, is finally coming back to Auburn after going to Clemson a couple of weeks ago. Well, that tells us one thing. He didn't. He hasn't committed to Clemson yet, right? <laughs> yeah, sir. I mean, no, yeah, you have to wonder if he's making the visit and it's still happening. Uh, you know, he, he at least didn't go all in with Clemson. <laughs> he didn't take the uh, the D Creighton route. No. Who was who finally yeah. going to announce today or tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Tomorrow. Finally, you know, we've been talking about him committed to Clemson, but he hadn't re uh, released it. But so my bad. Clemson, dude, I tell you what, I mean, I. So they had that huge weekend two weeks ago, and they've had a commitment like every two or three days since then. Have y'all noticed that? Yes. Yeah. Perfectly played. Yeah. Perfectly played. Yeah. I mean, D. Creighton committed to uh, Clemson last Wednesday. Yes. All right. It, ten days later, he's going to announce it because they had uh, Victor Burley. Uh, yeah, what's Burley. Before that. Maul Anderson. Yes. They've had one every two or three days since the end of that big weekend. Which is perfectly ideal. Um, you know, we talk about Big Cat and getting some commitments, and used to be that way. I know it's a lot tougher for this staff right now in the situation they're in. Um, but yeah. uh, so Gabe Harris, Anthony James, David Hobbs, Jeremiah Cobb, Connor Lewis coming over, yes, and Lewis Carter's coming up, big four-star backer. I'm gonna tell you now, Keith went and saw him this morning. Head coach is Jarris McIntyre, Lewis Carter, easily one of the top linebackers on the board for Auburn. Going to be a big visit here because we talked about C.J. Allen, probably headed to Georgia. We 
Jaden Osbury is not in any hurry to make a decision. It doesn't seem like. And so with this guy, I feel like Auburn could really jump to the top of his list. I agree. I agree completely, Jeffrey. And in Keith's story, and he got the scoop on this, Lewis Carter is planning on making a decision at the end of July. Oh. Would be fantastic to get him in the class. And a lot of Auburn connections in this recruitment, not just from Auburn. I mean, obviously we know who his head coach is, Jairus McIntyre, who his defensive coordinator is. DT. Um, yep. Dontarius Thomas, who phenomenal, phenomenal linebacker at Auburn. But Gene Chiswick and Tommy Thigpen are his lead recruiters at UNC. His lead recruiter at UCF, who's the other team that's competing for his signature, is Travis Williams, former Auburn <laughs> linebacker. And the outlier in all of that is Brent Venables and Ted Roof, former Auburn defensive coordinator yeah. at Oklahoma. Yeah, interesting. So, a lot of Auburn flavor. In wow. This Tell you but, what, on, on Carter, Jay Head, I don't mean to cut you off. Good. Uh, I, I don't think that a full push has been made for him. I think it will happen this weekend. Oh, in yeah. other words – once they get him and get him in person, they'll start to push a little bit more and say, look, we, we really want you in the class. I mean, we'd like – if you're thinking about making a decision, you know, you need to you need to think about us. I really – I don't know if they've done that quite yet. I'm sure they've talked about it. But I think the real push begins this weekend, and uh, I think they're in good shape before they start that too. So, um, obviously, you got Jaden Osbury is going to take his time. And C.J. Allen, they really don't know about him right now. So – I don't think they'd mess around with Carter if he wanted in. I really don't. I think they would make that happen. 100%. I think he's, in my opinion, he's a take. And the way the board breaks, I mean, I think if Auburn's reading the room correctly, you don't hesitate on Lewis Carter. If you think you've got an opportunity to add him in this class, you take him and then you worry about the rest, everything else later on down the line. But I do like, if, if you're looking at a top four of UCF, Auburn, North Carolina and Oklahoma and the ties that his coaches have to that program and the proximity of Auburn and being a huge SEC offer. I like the way this tees up for us. I yep. think there are a lot of things breaking in our favor. Um, can Christian Robinson, who's had a long time relationship with him kind of move us closer to the finish line there this weekend? I think he can, but it will be really interesting to see what you guys report coming out of that visit. I mean, I think he's, him, Lewis Carter, Jeremiah Cobb, and Devin Hobbs are the three that I'm really most interested to hear about coming out of this official visit weekend. Yeah, yeah. you know, Connor Lou just doesn't um, – I don't know. I feel like they've got a Connor Lou. Now, y'all love Connor Lou. See my head getting digitized right now? No, he looks good, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's hair growing back. The top. <laughs> and my plug's showing through. <laughs> yeah, Connor, Connor what, Lou – on Connor Lou, I really think Will Friend likes Connor Lou a lot, personally. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, I, I, I listen. All things equal, if I had a ch- choice between Connor Lou and Braden Joyner, I might take that new guy. <laughs> I mean, what do I know, right? What hey, do I know? I'm with you, and I, here's the but, thing: Connor Lou's making a decision. Braden Joyner is such a pivotal recruiting piece yeah, yeah, yeah. for Auburn right now. When Connor Lou's making a decision, is he going to see himself as a redundant, another center in this class? Is he going to be okay with that? That's what you don't know. I mean, I know they're telling him that he can play multiple spots, but I think both of them are coming in with the idea that they're going to be the starting center for Auburn. So, to me, if you've already got one in the class, I, I just don't know how that's going to break for us. But I, I agree with, with Cole that I think Will Friend does really like the kid. And I think he's – 
there, there's a reason they're bringing him in, right? There's I'm not, a reason I'm he's still recruiting that, him. I'm not saying that Will Friend likes one or the other better, but I just know for a fact that he likes Connor Lou. He has him pretty high on the board and has for a while. So they're going to see what can happen with him for sure. They're going to see agree. if they can get him. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, on, on Gabe Harris, Gabriel Harris, that's committed to Georgia, there is a small connection there that I put – I mean, he's from Valdosta, um, which is – he was teammates with J.D. Rim too, so. Now, didn't he play somewhere else last year? I thought I thought he just transferred to Valdosta this past season. That's possible, yeah. I think um, he played somewhere else last fall. But him and J.D. know each other. It's not like J.D. – you know what I mean? Like, they're all from the same area. I, I'm pretty sure. The connection was – Valdosta was one of the places they hit up pretty good during the Tiger takeover as well. Mm-hmm. And J.D. Rim was like, you know, they just got that Georgia commit dude there. Okay, let's roll with that. And, uh, you know, I think they do that with pretty much anybody that's good. And if they can get them in, they can't, you know, they'll go for it. And they got this guy to come on in for a visit. And that's very interesting development to me. And I'm, I'm really wanting to learn about him. So that's one that I'm watching this weekend. So we've we've talked about the five guys at the linebacker, right? We've talked about Jaden Osbury, C.J. Allen, uh, Jeremiah Tolander, Tellender. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the kid coming in this weekend? Lewis Carter, and then Phil Picciotti, who will be here next weekend. Yes. Of those five guys, if Auburn could get three of them, absolutely would take them. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm just learning this right now as we're talking. Auburn absolutely would take um, C.J. Uh, damn it, Lewis Carter. Okay. Love that yeah. kid. Would, yeah. would take him. And they think that C.J. Allen might postpone his decision. Well, uh-huh. I tell you what, I was going, I was going to interject with that. I, I'm wondering what's going to happen there because I know for a fact Georgia likes um, Raylan Wilson. Yep. Pup Howard, Grayson yep. Pup Howard, Raylan Wilson. There's one more I'm forgetting right now. You big boy from Tampa, Troy Bowles. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, so there's three. And as we've said before, they pretty much can pick whoever they want right now. Um, I think they can get all three of those without question. Raylan Wilson's committed to Michigan, but if they want him, they can probably get him. Right. So, I mean, are they going to take four linebackers? You know, C.J. Allen would have won in too, but but he also likes Auburn and would consider Auburn if he couldn't get in at Georgia. So that's an interesting thing there, which I I think you were hmm. first to do, Jeffrey, on the war room. What's that? I think you were first to that on the war room, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah. Georgia's got the top three. They want those guys. Auburn made sure C.J. Allen knew last year they wanted him. Georgia wants these guys. We want you. Yeah. Um, exactly. And just as we're talking, um, I think C.J. Allen, if he postpones, it's going to be fantastic news for Auburn. I really yes. think, according to my people, he might be a little torn. I think his mom really loves Auburn. I think his uh, family really loves Auburn. I think his coach really thinks the best fit for him is at Auburn. So, I mean, I'm, just, I'm sweating just kind of. <laughs> but well, that shows you how many, how quickly things can change. It's not that it's changed quickly, but we just had him all pegged to Georgia with Auburn being the backup. Well, Auburn might be a little bit closer. We'll see. Yeah. Let's see if yeah. he let's see if he postpones. If he postpones, it's fantastic news for Auburn. Okay. Yeah. If he doesn't, he'll commit to Georgia. I would think. Keep an yes. eye on that. Lewis Carter, though, absolutely, man. They're going to, uh, you know, push the like hell to get him on board. Did he, You said he was going to make a decision at the end of July. That Keith reported. Keith, that's what Keith reported today is that he's going to make a decision at the end of July 
Um, and he will have taken four of his five official visits and did not know if he was going to take a fifth official visit. So right now on the horizon, you commitment um, commandos, right now we're looking at up next will be Brock Glenn. Yes. If, 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 every, if he keeps the same time timeline, he's going to commit in the next two weeks. Yeah. Brock Glenn. After that, July the 2nd is Carmelo English. Yes. Carmelo is uh, July the 2nd. Well, Auburn could go – Two for two, they could go 0 for two. I really think they'll get at least one of those guys in the next two weeks. I really feel that way, if not both. But Yeah, yeah. We'll, we're going to do some Carmelo recon. After that, J-Head, is there a July 9th? That's C.J. Allen, I believe. C.J. Allen is July the 9th. July, yeah, July 9th is C.J. Allen. And then, obviously, you just broke the scoop on this, <laughs> that he may postpone that, and that would be fantastic news for us. And then other players that are saying they're going to have a July decision with no set date. Uh, the big tight end out of Langston Hughes, Jelani Thurman, has said that. Obviously, Lewis Carter has said Oh, he that. did? Jelani has said he wants to wrap it up in July. He said he's on the mm. <clears throat> Yep, yep. Um, obviously, we just it talked about Lewis Carter has said he wants to wrap it up in July. Keldrick Falk has said that he's, uh, July is probably July, early August is the time frame for him. Raquez McElderry. Raquez McElderry. And I put a post on the board saying, could July, you know what I mean? It'd yeah, be- I was going to get to that. I thought that was a fantastic post, guys. If, if you're listening and you're not a member of Auburn Live on 3, you should be because you're going to get stuff like this on, on the corner. Well, in yep. advance, Jay had had a fantastic post about the momentum potential Auburn could reach. Uh, get going in July. So go ahead, JJ. You were talking about the J- July commitments uh, announcements. You had John, John, Jelani Thurman, Lewis Carter, Keldrick Falk, who could be a big cat guy. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you want to put him? Hey, holler back at you know. Let's go. Let's get this thing going on August the first. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to right. have a big cat commitment. I told somebody it would be it would look bad. It'd be embarrassing. Keldrick yeah. Falk, uh, McEldery. Damn, Cole. <laughs> you made me say it correctly. Well, I thought if I said it wrong, you might. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Listen, and I'm going to be honest with you, Jay Lee. I was listening to a podcast the other day, and your former cohort, old J.G. Tate, has referred to him as McElderry because you have said it every time. Got him convinced it's McElderry now. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh, McElderry. But, so, yes, if you have the chance for, I mean, that's what, six, seven guys that can be making decisions here relatively soon? Um, seven. Seven guys. And, and no, I'm trying to think of somebody else, but no. Um, and I think Josh Horton had initially said July 5th for his birthday was when he was going to make a commitment, but I feel like he's pushing off that now. I don't get the sense he's going to stay. Because Keith reported that a while back, like but when he was before he even worked with us. He said he was going to make a, a, a commitment decision July 5th. I don't know that that's still going to hold. I think he may have more to decide or think about than what he originally anticipated. That's, uh, that's, that's seven right there. If you get three or four of those, man, that would be a great, great end of the summer, right? Yes. And Connor yeah. Stroh is going to make a decision. I don't see it being Auburn as yeah. of today. Um, and then Connor Liu is also going to make a decision in the month of July. So those are two other guys to watch, though I'm not putting them. I think Lou to Clemson as of today, Connor Stroh to either Arkansas or Texas. Hey, great stuff, fellas. We're um, looking uh, looking ahead. 
Lamar Seymour is still a possibility. He's going to pit this weekend. He might come in next weekend. I think next weekend it's going to be another big weekend. We're going to have a lot to talk about next week because James Smith, Quay Russ, all yes. uh, Phil Picciotti, the, all these guys are coming in next weekend. It's going to be another Mitchell. Yes, Sider Mitchell. That's when uh, Jamal Jarrett's supposed to come back for an unofficial visit. I mean, twenty fourth next weekend is going to be big. Aaron, uh, Jaron Woods, another guy. That, oh uh, yeah, he's a new guy from Lagrange, Texas. Okay, Lagrange, big, big, big defensive lineman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burnball hitting it hard, man. I, I yes, love all the. Def- I want to look back at June when they finish and just look at the defensive lineman he brought in for official visit. It's been very impressive. Keep an eye on Jacoby Lane, also the new wide receiver offer from Arizona. He wants to visit this summer, and he's going to have to do it this month or for Big Cat. So, uh, because the dead period, guys, starts at the end of uh, – I think it starts July the 1st for three or four – until July the 24th or something. I've got yeah, it on 21st, 24th-ish, Jeffrey, something of that nature. So, so there's going to be a, a big dead period there. Uh, let's see. Here it is right here. I got it on my phone. It's going. To, it's June 27th. So twenty fourth next weekend they're going twenty fourth twenty fifth twenty sixth they're going to leave on the Sunday and at that night at midnight is when the dead period start and it's going to run through the July twenty fourth so you'll have one week one week of uh, July where you can visit before August kicks back up. Um, before we go, we've got some. How about you, man? We got some good. I tell you what, we've had a lot of new guys come out of the woodworks and start posting and. And uh, I've, I've had a lot of a uh, lot of good posts, man. Some some good stuff. Does anybody have any how about you this week? Yeah, I got one. All right, I'm gonna go with Captain America. Oh, he dying <laughs> in that apparel the uh, the sweet Sonny Jones thread that where he started about uh, Auburn maybe having an apparel deal with Adidas in two years when our contract expires with Under Armour. And Captain America came on, and I'm paraphrasing here, but said, "Eh, forget Adidas. Let's go with Lululemon." I think. <laughs> What is Lululemon? Mm, little little kids cartoon show? <laughs> no, nah, it's like some, it's like a clothing line. It, it, predominantly oh, like, female clothing line. Like Guess back in the day? It may be, yeah. Hell, I don't, don't yeah, lie. Yeah, you yeah, had yeah, yeah. some Guess. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, I was like, I was getting my old friends uh, hand-me-downs wearing that Guess shit. I hear you, man. Captain America. All right, good, good poster right there. How about you there, Captain America? You got any more, J-Head? No, that was it. That was that cool. was one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Swamp Eagle, my guy, my guy. Swamp, Swamp Eagle. Eagle. Yep, I like I like his energy. I like his energy every week. And I have I have one more too, but I can't think of his username. He just signed up with us. Um, guy I know this big Auburn fan. He hit me up. He said, "Man, I finally had to join y'all. Couldn't couldn't turn down that one dollar deal, man." All I'm right. So, All right, big Auburn fan, Colon. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you the at when I find it. Um, I've, I've got several, man. I, I've been keeping up with the board's been churning, man. Keith's done a great job of, uh, of, of keeping that board really active. Does a great job yeah, with it. Yeah. Uh, but I had uh, Jedi eighty eight. I've had him twice, man. So Jedi eighty eight. Big how about you squared? Uh, <laughs> and then then I there's some. Concerns. I could not get, go without giving this guy a, a, a shout out. I mean, uh, how about you, Harson's free hats? Yes. At Harson's Free Hats. Excellent. And then my man, uh, at Molester Stallone, mm-hmm. he wanted to know if anybody had ever been stood up by a hooker. <laughs> yeah. So, so me and him shared stories. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Molester Stallone, how about you, big dog? I like him. He, he's a big friend of the site, man. We really appreciate him. 
uh, at Workout Turkey, new guy, uh, Dave Chappelle. I don't know if y'all know Dave Chappelle. His, his show's still running. He joined yeah, Auburn good. Live on three. Yeah, Dave yeah, Chappelle, buddy. welcome. Welcome. Yeah, welcome, uh, You're done, son. Uh, at Diego, Diego Delgado. How about you, Diego? How about you, at Barning Coach? How about you, the, at Johnny Utah? At Lord, yes. at Lord George. How about you, at Lord George? Hey, and uh, Anon, 1628-1348-25, posted, uh, posted my hype video from 2007. This was I don't even know if they were doing hype videos back then, but Rivals at the time was like, get us a bunch of practice footage, and we'll put it together and make you a hype video. It was awesome. Did you see it? Yes. Yeah. I uh, Listen, I remember that video from back in the day. I hell had yeah. subscribing at that point. Uh, how about you, Aubrey 12? Well, bastard stole my notebook one day, and then actually like, <laughs> found it. Uh, and then I'm going to tell you right now, big how about you to Auburn Einstein. I don't even know if that's his name on the board, but on Twitter, his name is at Auburn Einstein. If yeah, you don't follow awesome. him, you should. He is a big proponent of us, man. He's been doing, uh, uh, been promoting our site, promoting our, our, our special offer. And uh, big, big how about you to Auburn Einstein there. Hey, Jeffrey, of, I, got, I got the name here. It's okay. Tyler H. Wood 44. So go ahead. Tyler H. Wood 44. Yep, he is now with us. All right, Tyler, appreciate you, big dog. And then our Dingleberry of the Week. Mm. You know, Kimosabi had some competition this week, and, I, and I've been keeping my eye on this guy, and I think it's time for him. I think he, he, he's been in the minors. You know, Kimosabi's been kind of working him in the minor leagues, and, and I think he's been – he called him up this week, and that was tailor-made, too. Ooh. Okay. Dingleberry, Dingleberry of the Week, tailor-made, too. <laughs> we, uh, we appreciate you uh, – I don't know if we I appreciate saw, it. I saw Swamp Eagle was trying to check on him today, make sure everything was good. Well, he reminded me. He had been, uh, he had been nominated, Taylor made too, had been nominated a couple of times in the past few weeks. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Kimisabi is it's tough to, to, to defeat him, but I feel like Kimisabi pulled him up from the ranks. Because Kimisabi, he, he's turned fairly positive. He's, tur- he's turned more realistic. Yes. Right? I don't care if he's positive or not. Yeah. More realistic is all I care about. There's two that have done that. It, it's Kimisabi. And Bobby Sweatpants. Bobby! Bobby Sweatpants. This one, I think they, they can't get any more negative. They they go, you know, okay, I, there are some things. I can. Yeah, let, let me level out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't seen uh, Metaphor do that yet, or TailorMade. No, but. no, Metaphor, yeah. But I'm Metaphor. holding out hope. I'm holding or out Or Auburn Legacy. You know what I mean? This, Auburn this, Legacy. Terrible. Uh, shut him out, too. I don't know how to take Auburn Legacy, to be honest. <laughs> all, all, those, that's like the group. They're the Dingleberries, right? I mean, yeah, listen, right. listen, y'all, y'all, y'all's gang, y'all's click. Taylor made two Auburn legacy metaphor. Kimosabi, Bobby Swept. I wouldn't put Bobby in there with it. No, and to be honest, I wouldn't put Kimosabi. I feel like he does yeah. his own thing. I think he's yeah. more aligned with Bobby Sweatpants. I, I think you got Taylor made Auburn legacy and meta, metaphor. They're, those yeah. are your. That's it. That's the click. Dingleberries. <laughs> and a legitimate shout out, real quick to uh, to Butch and the band. Oh yeah, yeah. College Hell World yeah. Series going up no to Corvallis, pulling that out. Definitely got to give some love to Butch Thompson on this show, and you know, mm-hmm. best of luck to Omaha. Absolutely. And before I forget, Auburn did have the number four player in the country in basketball. Bruce Pearl came in. Yes, sir. Uh, what's his name? Kwame Evans Jr. I talked to him before he left. Eh. 
basketball guys are so hard to read, dude. They, they've been doing this for so long. They've been being interviewed since they were 12, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, all the AAU circuit, 100%. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, something to read. If you haven't read already, we've got a, a full update on him. Some new offers in the basketball community because the uh, contact period has begun for 2024, guys. Uh, Auburn has got that started. Uh, but, hey, guys, check us out this weekend. We're going to have full coverage of the big weekend. Also, keep an eye on the official visitor list. I would not be surprised to see somebody added to it. Not guaranteeing, not even suggesting it. I'm saying I wouldn't be surprised if somebody does get added to it. Uh, but anyways, as always, say your ass out of the left lane and you're, unless you're passing, then get the hell over here. For Jay Head, for Cole Pinkson, I'm Jeffrey Lee, man. We appreciate y'all. See you.